Now, Chris, of course, medium-term um, budget policy statement coming up on Wednesday. And what kind of baptism of fire can Ntlantla Nene expect for this one? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the way to describe it. If you rewind back about five years when uh, his predecessor, Prezin Gordon, took over, you know, he was taking over at a time when the, the world was going into the, just the, the backwash of the global financial crisis. Things looked very, very rough, and we all said, goodness sake, what's he going to pull out of the hat to, 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 to face with this one? And, of course, he kept on doing it. It was quite remarkable what he managed to do. Things this time are much more difficult, far, far more difficult for Mr. Nene. Um, you know, this time around, he's faced with a flatlining economy, um, a big revenue shortfall of the order of 15 billion rands, um, big spending pressures, you know, for things like Eskom, for example, and increasing government debt. You know, in, in, in five years ago, it wasn't nearly so bad. The, the situation looked an awful lot better, and there, therefore I think Pavin Godan had more latitude with which to cope in, 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 in the, the circumstances. So, you know, he's kind of hogtied. It's very, very difficult to see exactly what he can do. But growth so low. I mean, we're now looking at the IMF talking about 1.4% for this year. So he can't really resort to, to deficit spending to get out of trouble. Um, so it's, it's an incredibly difficult situation that he's got. So he's got to curb spending. At the same time, he's, he's probably going to have to increase taxes. Now, we don't know whether the, the tax increases will come through now or we'll get an acknowledgement that they're going to come through uh, later in, the, in a few months' time in the, in the main budget. Um, but he was in London last week talking about austerity. And, you know, it's a great pity that you know, South Africa has to now face a situation of austerity uh, when uh, areas like the Eurozone, for, for instance, have been through their, their period of austerity, the UK, and they're now emerging from it. So, you know, austerity is all very well. And if it's necessary, well, you know, um, then, then so be it. But uh, austerity for austerity's sake, if it's just going to shore up um, bad policies or policies that are not necessarily going to, to, to work in the longer term, then it isn't going to work. If it's going to be austerity that will have an impact uh, in terms of the medium to longer term framework, then fair enough. So I think people are going to sit and listen with great interest as to, to what he has to say in his uh, first baptism as far as we call it. Mm. And then, uh, Chris, just uh, now that the dust has settled, just looking at the global economic backdrop that caused havoc on world equity markets, you know, uh, we can now sit back and maybe you can tell us what exactly caused this and uh, are we past the worst or is there more to come? Yeah, now you, were, you were talking earlier about what's been happening in global equity markets this morning. So, you know, you know we, had, we saw Wall Street going better on Friday, and of course, Japan, the Far East, going significantly better this morning. Um, so I think that better U.S. data that you talked about has certainly brought a, a lot of relief and a lot of calm into markets. Uh, you know, Christine Lagarde is talking about this, uh, what, new me- mediocrity, and the IMF have been downgrading global GDP growth, um, and including South Africa and a number of other countries. So um, I think if you, if you scrape through that and look at what is the real driver of growth in the economy at this point in time, the global economy, it is undoubtedly the U.S. Uh, economy. And, you know, it, 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 is, it has been grudgingly um, gaining traction for a while now. And things are starting to look markedly better. I mean, there's a few caveats to it, as we've mentioned before, in terms of how you look at their unemployment situation, for example. But generally speaking, it is looking better. Look, there's an awful lot of nervousness out there. Um, so I'm not saying that things are going to get right overnight. But, um, I think there's a lot more um, volatility. We've got Halloween coming up, or as the Americans call it, Halloween. And, uh, you know, that's going to be spooking a lot of people, I guess. Um, so if we get through the next two or three weeks, I think hopefully we'll see a bit more calm returning to the markets. 
But the underlying fundamentals, at least in the short to medium term, are still looking good. So I think um, many people may regard this as being a kind of buying opportunity and, and thus getting back into it.